Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. The worst enemy to creativity is self-doubt. Sylvia Platt. Why do we let other people burst our bubble or make us doubt ourselves? Why is it that we can be in a classroom of 20 students and everyone loves loves our performance, and there's that one person that just did not engage, and we leave with that one perform that one, <laughs> that one person and that one criticism instead of 19 other students championing you. We have to silence the noise. And the noise is questions from your family and friends. When are you gonna make it? 
get a real job. There aren't enough roles out there for people of color. Whatever the noise is, shut it off, shut it down, shut it out of your life, because that is what is preventing you from moving forward for continuing to pursue your career with passion and drive and enthusiasm. Don't let anybody deter your journey. Don't let anybody um, take away your light. Never, never dim your light for anyone. Your light is your light and let it shine. Let it breathe. Go inside, inside of you. Take 15 minutes every morning, every night to just breathe in. Give it to yourself. Self-love, self-encouragement. My biggest cheerleader is me. I know how to coach Tracy and go, Tracy, with a fractured elbow and some arthritis. I know how to get Tracy going and get her out of there. Today, I will trust myself and my intuition. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and you guys are in for a treat. We have so many blessings on this show. We have so many phenomenal people that I feel blessed that continue to be in my life. (laughs) And I remember from the embryo days. So I want you guys to stand up. I want you to put your hands together. You guys are going to get really excited for director, producer, extraordinaire, Malcolm D. Lee. (laughs) Malcolm, oh my God, this is so exciting to have you on the show today. Thank you. Uh, First of all, I don't even know where to begin, Malcolm, because I have so many questions, but for our audience, which is pretty much aspiring working actors, um, let's just start from the beginning. Where did you start? What was your inspiration? Did you know you wanted to be a director, producer? What was your journey like? Well, you know, it's oddly enough, it's 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 fitting that I'm on the spirit actor because I wanted to be an actor first. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can you know, still do it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but you know, I. I, uh, from a very early age, was interested in the, in the fine performing arts, and I used to, you know, do plays. I used to do, um, you know, I, I got exposed very early to, to video making and, and, and animation um, at a, a by the time I was in sixth grade, and um, you know, uh, always just kind of had a love for for creating. Uh, I, I used to like to draw. I used to write. Um, and so, and, you know, I play with action figures and, you know, create little scenarios and things with voices and, and whatnot. So, you know, that was, you know, kind of the, the very organic start, you know, you know, just kind of like playing and, 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 and liking to be in a performing arts. And then I remember very distinctly, you know, watching uh, Entertainment Tonight and there was an audition for something. I don't know what it was for, but I remember the camera panned down this long line of people auditioning. I mean, it was endless. It was an endless line. And I was like, wow. Like, 
I, I'm not gonna do that. Like, there's no way, like, I'm gonna, like, you know, break through. Right. Um, plus, when I was, when, when I'd be acting in high school and college, like, you know, I'd often find myself, like, mouthing the words of, of actors, you know, uh, back yeah. to them uh, as they're doing their lines. So, like, I'm like, oh, you can't do that. So, you know, um, ultimately, um, when I got to, see my cousin uh spike uh in action he was he was he was living in my parents basement um when he was in film school mm -hmm. and so i got to an opportunity to see and didn't know it at the time the emergence of, of, of a, a a world renowned filmmaker and so you know seeing him do it mm -hmm. and, you know him encouraging me to like tell my own stories and make black film uh, was something that made me was was kind of an inspiration to make me say, "Oh, this is possible as a mm -hmm. as a career." And right. I hadn't thought about it, you know, right. other than like the stuff that I had been doing. Um, and it was clear to me that I had to write something in order to uh, get the directed because nobody was going to just hand me right. a, a script. Was this your short film at NYU? Well, it was a number of a number of films that never got seen, you know, that, that right. I, I made, you know, animation. I made an animation film in eighth grade. I made a bunch of films in, in, mm -hmm. in 12th grade. I, I did some, I did, I did a, a, a summer program at NYU where I made, you know, five short films in six weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, uh, when I went to NYU um, after um, graduating from Georgetown, um, I went there. Um, and I and I I got to do a, a fellowship at Disney for like a year, right? Fellowship, and then and then I went to NYU and made I made a couple of shorts, including Morningside Prep, which um, was the kind of the, the the movie that demonstrated to the industry that I could I could tell a, a story, um, you know, in a short form or you know, in, 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 in filmically. I just remember Tracy Runcy or Winsome, one of them at the time, they were like, Malcolm's doing a film. Do you have any actors? Recommend some actors. And I just remember like, yeah, you can, you know, I know actors. So, um, yeah. but always, um, even seeing you on set, on the Spike sets, just always admiring your work ethic um, and just, you know, sometimes instinctively you can tell when somebody's career is going in the direction of what they want and beyond that. And I feel like in casting, because we see and know people before anyone else knows their names, that we have that in us. Just sure. a question, you know, I always say to actors, that bug never dies. Do you think that it might fester up and you might do a performance for us? Or is that just dead for you as an actor? You don't want to, oh, look at your face. You know that thing, you know what I think like um it's acting is hard as, as I'm sure your you know your 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 constituents your students your, you know your your audience knows it's like it's really difficult um it doesn't always have to do with with your talent it has to do with you know what the producers and directors and the studio is looking for right um you know you could be immensely talented it doesn't doesn't necessarily you know make a difference um, so yeah, I mean, acting wise, I mean, you know, I'll do a cameo here and there. Nice. I do, I do a little, I do a small, small, small cameo in, in, in the series, uh, Best Man. Um, um, I didn't uh, want to do spoiler. I didn't want to do spoiler. 
know, but hopefully people will be so enraptured in the in, in the in the in the, in the, in the, the series that you know it won't I won't stand out, which I, I which I did I wanted to avoid anyway. Right. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't really have a desire. I like. I enjoy directing. I enjoy yeah. actors. You know, like that's the that's actually like one of my favorite parts of the job is is you know crafting a before helping or working collaborating with an actor to craft a performance. You mm-hmm. know, and the, the 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 language that um that they, they need or that I need for them to un- to hear that will enable me to you know achieve the vision that I, that I have for the for the piece. And so you know when you work with you know actors that are versatile and directable um that's all you can really ask for right like right. That's, the, that's the the main thing that you want when you get a a, a talented person is it's like hey like you know here's what i want to get to and this is what you know I, I need you to do i need you to, you know you know that was a good take but try it like x or and so i i enjoy that process you're one of my favorite actors for three reasons one I think that as a, I think you're brilliant as a director to be able to direct individual brilliant talent, but as an ensemble. I think that is one of my favorite things about you that is really consistent in your comedy. Um, uh, Girls Trip, you have four outstanding actresses and you have, to me, the ability to bring that together where we're all on the same playing field, yeah. but you still know those talents, right? And then the other thing is, is because you, I didn't know you wanted to be an actor, but now in knowing that, now I understand how the language, because um, directors who have that experience of acting speak differently to actors, and you also give them that space to breathe and create. and then three, you are just—I mean, you are so funny. I and I—I I haven't been on a set with you, but I feel like you have to be funny to be able to direct the projects. You have to have a sense of humor to be able to direct the projects that you have, and that's why you're one of my favorite directors. I and and you also make feel-good movies because I can tell you this with girl with Girls Trip. Every time, like if I have like a heebie-jeebie moment. I know the scene to go to, and that scene makes my whole day. What scene is that? It's the scene when Tiffany breaks that 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 um, champagne bottle, and uh. she that is it's just you have a way to authentic authentically create those moments, but they're not contrived. Mm-hmm. And in a yeah. lot of physical, you could see that. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, thank you for saying um, all you said. I mean, like I, I said, I, I enjoy working with actors. I love to laugh. Um, you know, I love to find, you know, the funny in a scene uh, and, and, and to unearth that. You know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a it's a good process, and and you know, it's not it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're on the same page with your with your talent, it, it becomes easier. And I think you know, for me, it's like funny is one thing, right? But right. you can it, it, laughs. I want laughs to be meaningful, right? I right. want your emotions to be meaningful, 
Like, it, and, and that all starts with character. Mm -hmm. you know, um, if you're invested in these characters and these relationships, the laughs will be greater. Um, you know, you can do sight gags, you can do set pieces and whatnot, but you really have to feel for mm -hmm. a Ryan, uh, uh, a, 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 a Dina, uh, a Sasha, an Elisa, mm -hmm. in order to, to really like, you know, enjoy that movie to the fullest. If it, you know, you can enjoy it, mm -hmm. it'd be fun or whatever, but like, if you care about these women and their relationship, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's, that's what you want, you know, right. you, get, you get, you get, you gotta get people invested in, in, um, you know, uh, the journey that, that you're about to take them, take them on. Like, you know, you look at a movie like, like Soul Man, I don't know how many people have seen it, but like, you know, one of the scenes that we shot in there, this is with Bernie Mac and Samuel L. Jackson, you know, like, Love Soul Man. the first shot, the first time that they reunite, mm -hmm. was a critical scene to the movie, right? Mm -hmm. if, if that scene fails, or if they don't, if the audience is not invested in that scene, the rest of the movie doesn't matter. Right. You know? So that's why we rehearsed it really, really a lot. Um, mm. Tried to make sure that, you know, we got, it's really a three-part scene. Um, and, you know, it's like, you know, Floyd goes to to, to get, to get Lewis. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, sees he broke him down. He punches him out. He's like, you know, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. And like, I got, I got this pitch for you. You got to get out of here. Right. And, you know, and then it's like, oh, what money? And we're going to get paid and we're going to tour again and blah, blah, blah. And then it's about convincing him to go. So it, it, it was a it's, a it's a lengthy scene, a three-part scene, but it's the it's the crux of the movie, you know? And if you don't care about them, you're not going to care about, um, you Brilliant. know. Um, now I want to talk about The Best Man because um, I don't know if you know this, but I coach uh, Monica Calhoun in the first one. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, Monica know. called me up. You guys were um, like, on in the 60s at uh there was a hotel over there near central park where everybody was staying um but the funny thing about that experience is that um all the other cast members they would come and hang out in monica's room and then when terrence would come everybody would be like okay we gotta go and he was like well what are you guys having a party what's going on and it wasn't until later that monica told me like they were actually creating that tension of separating him from the group as a part of the film, which was, you know, it was, it was great, but um, the best man has created an amazing, like you're embedded in the entertainment industry in terms of this film, this franchise for you, what has been the journey? And also I feel like in terms of generations, I was here for Best Man 2, my daughter was here, and then now my son, you know. So it's like you've been able to tap into all of the generations and be consistent with that. How do you, how, how do you connect that? How does that happen? Well, I think the first thing is being true to the, the characters and, you know, the, the story we're trying to tell. I mean, you know, I think like, that, that's what I always start with is character. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the life occurs to these characters. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. 
you know, like doing a wedding movie was the milieu that we wanted to surround, you know, this the first movie with. It was like, but it was also fraught with tension because of this, you know, the story and this book mm-hmm. that was out there that, that that Harper wrote. And there's also tension between, you know, Harper and Jordan, and like, you know, are they ever gonna like, you know, fulfill uh, their destiny, so to speak? Mm-hmm. And so. You know, it talks a lot. I really want to tell a story about friendship and, mm-hmm. you know, and particularly men in friendship. And then, you know, the 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 second movie stayed consistent to that theme: friendship and faith. Um, and that was and there was resistance, you know, on the part of the studio to make the next one, not because they didn't they didn't think that the movie was good. But they the very reluctant to do a funeral, right? You know, because uh, it's so different. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what you know. I want to do. I want to grow as a filmmaker. I want the the, the 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 actors wanted to play different emotions, right? So let's do that. Like let's let's talk about who the characters are, right? And again, this is a reflection of life. So let's do that. Um, and the same thing, you know, with with, with best man final chapters. Where we're you know dealing with midlife metamorphoses, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know what what are we going to do with the the back nine of our lives? What are we going mm-hmm. to? How are we going to, um, you know, function? How are we going to get along? Are we are we evolving at the same rate as our as our mate, as our spouse, as our friends? You know, mm-hmm. um, when do we say like I don't want to do that anymore? When do I say oh I I want to continue doing that and I want you with me? Or maybe I want to change something. Parenting my parents, I'm parenting my children. Mm. So it, it, and again, it all comes down to the characters, and you know, try to be as, as, as true a reflection of life as possible. Right. So one of the things that um, in coaching and teaching that I stress, and we're living in this Zoom era right now, which is so challenging for casting for me. I I, I grew up in live auditions, so. Um, but we manage and do what we need to do. In terms of the work of these actors today and um, you going through Zoom um, you know, submissions, what is it that you feel like today's actors are lacking? I don't know they're necessarily lacking anything. You know, um, like you said, it's, it's so much better to get the performance you know, in the room, in the mm-hmm. energy. It's funny though, as a director and as a, you know, and, and I've had cast directors tell me this also, it's like, I'm like, oh my God, I really love that person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay. And they say, say, well, look at them on the screen. And then you look on the screen, you're like, oh. Oh. Not as good. <laughs> oh. You know? and, and that's, and that's, that's, it's tricky. You know, yeah. when you, when you, when you, you have, cause that's what they, they have, they have to be able to hold the screen, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's not always easy. You can right. be in the moment, but like, do you, can you hold the screen too? Right. And that's something that you, again, you learn, you, like, I, I tend to like look at the actors, you know, in, and try to give them respect, right? You know, right. The room and like, they prepared something and. Even if I don't love it the first time, like give them a chance, let me give them a different direction to go. And you know, sometimes actors will 
take the note and do something different with the note. And sometimes they'll do exactly the same thing. Uh-huh. And like, they have to be able to be vertical. They have to be able to take a direction, take a note and change, even though you've worked on it, mm-hmm. you can't be married to the words. Right. Now in television, it might be different. Some television, you know, you know, producers are like, Oh, you got to read the exact words. And you know, I get that because we work yeah. hard on, okay. It has to be, you know, uh, obese and not fat. It has to be, right. you know, right. uh, 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 warm and not like tepid. You know, it's like we want, we say words for a reason. Right. Right. But how do you use those words to get across the character? You, who is the character? Show mm-hmm. me the character. You know, mm-hmm. when, I, when, when we did Best Man, I know the people in mind for a lot of different roles. Oh, wow. And that's so, and, and, and that's the beautiful thing about casting. You bring somebody in, you're like, oh, okay. Now right. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, Sanaa Lathan wasn't on my radar. Mm-hmm. Right? And this was like 1998, right? She wasn't like, she wasn't known. Right. That part, at that point. Right. Right? I'd heard things, but I saw, I saw a, a a picture of her in, in, in by magazine and uh, mm-hmm. and somebody I said, hey, you know, you should feel like this woman. I'm like, all right, cool. And she came in and she read for Robin and I was like, she's the bar. Wow. Now she's the bar. Wow. Anyone that's coming in has to be better than her. Wow. And again, not on my radar at all. So that's, so like, you know, you ask what, like, what, what I, it's hard, right? Like being in a room and seeing it on Zoom and like, you know, being able to give direction, it's tough. Yeah, it's a tough thing, but I don't think. But I don't. I can't. I can't say that 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 I'm I'm finding that people are oh they're missing this, they're missing that. You find new talent all the time, right? All like the time. That, that that is is surprising and and, and undeniable. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you know, a couple of years ago, uh, I met Brisha Webb, and I was like, mm-hmm. she's great. And then I like, she read, and I was like, oh my god, this woman's a star. Yeah. And so it's like. There's, there's just like the people that just, just surprise you. Yeah. And, that, and that's, a, that's, and that's, I, that's what I feel like. I mean, I started casting in the mid eighties and I was at, you know, MTV VH1 where there were no people of color. And so what I did and took it upon myself and have been advocating for people of color from day one, because I feel like you guys want choices. And right. so that's my job to bring you choices. The thing in which I was referencing to in terms of actors today in my coaching and my teaching is that one of the things that I think is crazy, and especially with my celebrity clients, they don't read the action. So my process when I work with people is I say to read it three times. Of course, I want you to read more. But the first time you read it, just like a regular civilian, no highlighters, what's going on, right? Second time, what's my relationship between the character or characters? And then the third time, I should have enough information from the sides to be able to make choices, right? But when I read with actors, I say, I read everything, including the character, right? They jump on my lines, my action. They jump on it. And I say, the action is there for a reason, because it will tell you how to react. It will tell you how to say your lines. You know, so that's a huge thing that I'm running into with actors. Um, And then because of COVID, they're not getting the takes that we used to get back in the day. So instead of coming to the set warmed up, you got to come volcanic eruption. 
you know, because, yeah, right? Yeah. No, it's funny that you say that. Like, I, Robert Townsend directed a, a couple of episodes of, of The Best Man. I saw that. And Charles Stone. Yes. And Robert, you know, it has that approach, you know, when it comes to rehearsing a scene. Okay, let's just read, right? And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have the script supervisor read the 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 action. The action. You know, and 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 and, and you know that was a that was a, a perspective that I, that I hadn't had because you know, I just I, I assume my actors, you know, hey, this is what we're doing. You read you you had the sides, you had breakfast, you read, let's go. You know, yeah. And I'm first, but like you know, when you tell them like you know, sometimes sometimes it's it's good to slow down. Because it's 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 about the actor, right? It's about right. the characters that we're about to see on screen. It's not about the camera moves, and it's not about anything else. It's like okay, and then and, and it's, it's action and reaction, right? Like right. so much can be said, so much can be said without saying a word. Like there's so much nonverbal communication that comes across that even the most seasoned actor mm-hmm. get. Will just feel like, hey, I have to, like, 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 I, I, I can't just stand here, like, and and and, and react. Yes, you can. You're, you're saying if you're if you're engaged, yes, and use ears, and you know, with the, then you're you're gonna say so much by 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 not saying anything. Right. And I, I really find that refreshing for the actors that are really like, you know, <clears throat> not necessarily even like locked into the line, even though lines are very, very, dialogue's very important. Right. It's important for them to be engaged with the character. Yeah. And that's what I feel like. I feel like the narrative grounds you as an actor to give you the information that you need. And then the dialogue supports that. And right. if you understand what you're saying, you have, you can say it a thousand different ways. And it still yes. means that one thing that you need. This interview has flown by. We have three minutes and I would love for you, whatever tips, feedback, you've dropped some amazing jewels that you want to give to these actors. Well, we're all supporting you. I think, you know, with actors, just, just know your craft, right? Don't, don't try to impress me with anything other than what you're, what you're trying to do. Right. You know, I don't I, I don't mind pleasant trees and like, you know, yes, let me when you come in the room like, hey, how you doing? I said, fan of your work. I, you know, like just mm-hmm. come in there, do the, dress like the character, embody the character. Show me what you got. Right. And don't be afraid to like, you know, change it up. You know what I mean? Because that's what I'm looking for. Um, right. and because it's a very serious craft. You have to master the craft. Yeah. back. It is, and 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 you, you know, you have to be able to access emotions, and you know, do what you got. I mean, it, it, it is it, it it exposes you in a, in a, in a very raw way sometimes, right? Yes, it does. Not be afraid to go there. Mm-hmm. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be able to access so many things. And I'm, I'm not saying that it's easy, and I'm not saying you know we're not asking a lot, but it is what's necessary. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Oh my God, this was necessary. This was so necessary in our lives today. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, ladies and gentlemen, to sit back because Malcolm is going to stay with us. You are still blessed. Um, we have some questions and then we're going to go right into class and session. So just hold on one minute. We'll be back with the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for questions from the Spirited Actor. Thank you so much, Malcolm. Amazing. Sure. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in depth exploration into the formative artists monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and we are still blessed to have Malcolm D. Lee on. And you guys, all of you, I'm going to do a pop quiz on the Best Man final chapter, okay? you All of you are going to watch it. I don't have to force them. We all are so excited. Um, okay, so these are the questions. So Elsa, can you introduce our um, two actors who have their questions ready? Absolutely. Uh, first up, we have Miss Jaleesa Capri, one of our spirited actors, OGs. Um, you're up, Jaleesa. Hi. Um, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for the strides that you've made in this business. Um, and just thank you for bringing these well-rounded characters to life um, on the screen. My question is, uh, what do you see are the gems that actors are able to take from the audition room and able to bring them to set? Because I know they're two different beasts. Right. Like the things that you may do uh, that work like, you know, on this small screen for this may not work when you're actually in the setting amongst like the other characters. So what are those things that you should like keep with you? And like, what are those things that you should just let go of? I mean, you know, I think it's um, it's case by case, you know, like I've been in situations where like I love what an actor did in an audition. I'm like, oh, you know, remember what you did in the audition? And, I, and I'll reference that. I'll say, remember what you did in the audition? You know, you know, you, you, and I'll remind them, da 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 And that was great. Like, like uh, Melissa De Sosa, you know, like added a line, you know, when she was auditioning on, on Best Man for her entrance. She's like, you know, the gang's all back, back in effect. You know, gang's all here, back in effect. Break out the 40s. Like, that's that was a, 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 an ad lib that she, she added in auditioning. We got to use that. That's hilarious. Right now. Sometimes. Whether it's audition or it's all or it's a take that you do. You know, it may not be as funny. It may not have the same, you know, emotional resonance. Um, So you have to you cannot rely on stuff that you've done. You got to have another bag of tricks that you you know, that you can come to or that you can access because there is such thing as a set laugh and there's such thing as you know like set emotion and sometimes it's they don't work you know for the they can't sustain the movie and like you just got to be prepared you know and, and be able to be open and to take direction you can prepare and you know be very sure about what you what you want to do but if it's not working in the moment um you have to be able to be malleable enough to shift thank you excellent and next we have k pre tuning in from atlanta hi malcolm i've been a fan of your work since morningside prep to seeing the premiere of best man at urban world and always loved how you created such dimensional female roles when your peers were not and i'm just curious and now that the final chapter is allegedly done what do you have next for us actors ready to jump into some great roles and, and just as viewers, just to see ourselves as women fully dimensional beyond the cookie cutter that we're still getting way too much of? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, personally, right now, as, as a director, I'm not, I'm not planning on getting behind the camera for a little, for a little while. But you know, I'm, I'm, don't be upset. Don't be. I, I, I am, however, trying to produce. You know, we got a couple of books that we've, you know, we're, we're adapting that are both um, female uh, centric. Um, you know, we've got a number of things that you know we're 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 we're, we're attempting to make it at blackmail. So you know, um, I can't I can't speak to all of them right now, and and you know I don't want to do any spoilers or whatever. But we've got we got content that we're trying to um, to make, and you know there'll be there'll be roles to be to be embodied. Awesome, look forward to it. Sure, wow. thank you. Great question. Thank you, Capri. Um, and what we do, um, I can forward it to Jackie, but we do offer um, our pictures and resumes of our spirited actors who perform and ask questions for you as well. Um, okay, you guys, we're going to move along here. We're going to do class and session. And this is where we have our spirited actor alumni do a scene. And um, is this scene written by Leon Amato? It is indeed. So this is our writer in residence, Malcolm. We call her Leon Amato because that is her name. But Leon writes the scenes and, you know, it's it's so much better to license from her than someone else. And she is spirited actor OG since 18. I'm not going to tell you how old she is now. Um, Elsa, (laughs) you can introduce the others. Okay. Um, so in this scene, um, written by Leon Amato, as we said, we have, um, Tisha Hickman. Say hello, Tisha. <laughs> and we have Mr. Miles Marable. Miles. Oh. And Leon will be acting in her scene as well. She's a multi-hyphenate. Yes, she is. <laughs> and I will read. Okay, are you guys ready? Okay, Elsa's going to be reading the narrative and on action. Tisha, unmute yourself, please. Thank you. Led by the Lord, written written by Leon Amato. Exterior street, Sunday morning. Sean is cruising down the street real smooth as he spots just the right curves on a young lady walking up ahead. He pulls up on her. Excuse me, miss. You can really help me. I'm I'm lost. She hesitates, looks and chuckles to herself when she realizes what's really going on. Where are you trying to go? Well, I've been looking for you. She shakes her head and keeps walking. He rides alongside her. You tell me, how, how can I join you? Well, I'm going here. She points to a building that reads Church of the Latter-day Saints and Sinners, Baptist Worship Center of God. Hey, hold up, hold up. Let me let me park. I mean, wait, excuse me, miss. Excuse me, excuse me. Oh wait. Hallelujah. Did he just never mind. She heads to the door, he catches up to her. Hi, I'm Sean. Thanks for the invite. You're welcome. I'm Eve. Nice to meet you. Oh, well, you could call me Adam, baby. She goes in and he follows. She delicately dips her right hand into the holy water to bless herself. 
but he can't see what she's doing. So she walks to her seat as he immerses both of his hands and cleans his face and grabs a glory cloth nearby to dry. Did you have to sit this close? Front row? I received the word better up here. Oh, well, if you have a problem receiving, I can help you with that. You know. Excuse me? I mean, I'm I'm so relieved. You know, I I really missed OG. She looks confused. G O D. She just checks out. Look, I'm just so relieved because I woke up this morning and I was praying for a wife. Interrupted by the pastor walking in, everyone stands, followed by Sean. Oh, Lord, I couldn't believe it when the neighbor told me he saw my car in front of the church. But here you are, baby. Ah! She's 26 years I prayed for the good Lord to bring you into his presence. And he finally brought your ass in. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at you, baby. I'm 25? Before you was even born, baby. Hi, sweetheart. How you doing? The Lord surely done answered my prayer. Look at you sitting there. This boy ain't known the good and faithful Lord a day in his life. But look at him sitting there next to you. Slide over and let me sit down. Ooh, I can't help but rejoice. Ooh, thank you. Mom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me sit down. Notice the whole church is silent and watching as the pastor gives a look like, may I begin? Sorry, pastor. Just doing the Lord's work. Hallelujah. And service begins. See. All right. All right, all actors, I'm going to throw it to you, Malcolm. Whatever you want to drop on them would be priceless. And you're on mute. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I thought it was great. You know, uh, I thought everybody seemed like they were in character. Uh, um, you know, like, I, I, I think that, like, it was like, you know, an awareness of, 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 of not just the, you know, uh, the lines, but also the actions. Um. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything that, that I would, you know, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was humorous. Um, and it was, it was fun. I mean, I, I you know, it, 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 a lot of times, you know, when you're dealing with, um, you know, things about church and religion, particularly black people can get, you know, over the top, but I felt like it was, it was, it was appropriate. Oh, well, that was great, you guys. Thank you so much. And everybody, please, once again, Malcolm, I can't thank you enough for stopping by. And sure. just, we are here for best, The Best Man, final chapter. We are on Peacock, all of us. We're spreading the word. And just much, much continued success to you. You are so deserving and just such a great storyteller. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I can say. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together once again for director, producer, writer, Malcolm D. Lee. Woo!
Thank you. And we'll be back on the Screaming Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And I'm going to give you guys some love. I'm going to give you love. And now it's time to give love. Every day that you wake up, you should wake up in gratitude and you should wake up in Holy Spirit arrogance. For those of you who don't know the term Holy Spirit arrogance, which is a part of the spirited actor, it's about seeing miracles, experiencing miracles, knowing that whatever your religious belief is, you are taken care of, you are protected, you are loved, you are guided. And in gratitude, gratitude, I always say, is magical. The more grateful you are for what you have, the more the universe blesses you with more of that. The thing that we should be grateful for is our life. We should be grateful for the opportunity that we have another day. And we should be grateful for the fact that some of us may be able to get out of our bed easier than others and embrace the day ahead. You should be grateful for the fact that you are present, that you don't live in the past and that you don't angst over the future. You stay present in creating those future moments. You are grateful. You are grateful for your family, your friends, your associates. You are grateful for life. Be grateful. Wake up to gratefulness and also Holy Spirit arrogance. Know that you are protected and you always have a safety net to catch you. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.